Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. Welcome back to Flavor of the Week, part three with Father James Bromwich. I'm Kyle Hyman here, and Banditos has underwritten Flavor of the Week, but instead of having some Banditos food, we've got a variety of garlicky flavors. You just said you like garlic. Absolutely. And yeah. so we did a, a garlic hummus. We did a garlic cheese. We did a garlic cheese spread, soft spreadable. Mm-hmm. This is kind of our, our grand finale of garlic. And also we've been trying it on garlic naan, naan, naan. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, a garlic. Kind of a pita. Yeah. Mini pita. Yeah. Garlic crackers as well. Mm-hmm. This is just roasted garlic cloves, mm. sweet and mellow. Is this going to be good? Oh, it's going to be good. Have you had this before? No, but it's how I make it, actually. So how do you make it? You roast it in a pan. When I make it that way, I roast it in a pan with garlic and butter. Just the cloves, the whole cloves. And then you put the oil, butter, and garlic cloves on bread. Okay. Yeah, it's great. After you. Should we try this? Yeah, you show me how it's done here. Yeah. So you take several garlic cloves, put uh-huh. them on the edge of the bread. Is there a limit to how many garlic cloves you can do in a... Only a limit to what your body can take. Yeah, that's there are consequences, but we don't need to talk about those on the air <laughs> to having too much garlic. Okay, you did two cloves. <laughs> two cloves so on the I'm, end. I'm going to match you here. Now we've got Patrick joining us, so maybe we should mm-hmm. let him have some yeah. garlic cloves. We'll move this over your way. I'm actually nervous. Oh, don't be. What do you think, Father? Good. I feel... I feel my life extending by years by eating all this garlic. We're getting smarter and stronger and healthier. Right. It's good for your heart. You know, eat garlic. Yeah. Would you like more, Kyle? I, I like it that you're going back for more. I, I thought this might be oh, overdoing no. it here. Oh, but no, this Look at is, this. Yeah. I could get a spoon and eat this stuff. So yeah. They asked me what flavor. Has anybody, any other priest done strange flavors? Well, we did hummus with Father Jacob, but we uh-huh. that was just four different. We did some weird hummuses. We got like a black bean and a beet hummus. Hmm. But I mean, I I would expect more garlic from that, but it was almost just very, very like gentle. It's the roasting. The There's roasting like kind of calms it down. Right? So when you when you cook it, yeah, when you cook it, it it diffuses the. The flavors. Hmm. All right. Did you know if you go to a garlic festival? Oh, garlic festival? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never been to one. No. you got to find one. They're out in California usually, but there are <laughs> other places too. You can smell the garlic for miles away from the festival. That's hilarious. But when you get there, you can have garlic ice cream, and it's really good, actually. Oh, so you've had been garlic done. ice cream? Mm-hmm. There's garlic ice cream. Yeah. You've had it? I have, yes. I've huh. had garlic everything. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weirdest garlic thing you've had garlic candy garlic candy a hard like candy a hard that candy. was made like a lollipop uh-huh. and it was garlic infused yeah. and you liked it i liked it a lot yeah. is it sweet though it's a sweet pungent like yeah. garlic would be yeah. yeah it's really good this was kind of sweet mm-hmm. yeah it's garlic clove that's kind of what happens to it when you cook yeah. it down yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's been so much that we've learned about you already on Flavor of the Week, uh, but kind of want to talk about some of your plans for the future. You mentioned films that you've done a couple in the past. I've done they, one. Okay. And what was that? It was called Bless the Children, okay. um, and it's a it was a documentary film about disabled young people and their families. Huh. And it was 22 minutes. It was geared toward 
classroom being compatible with classroom teaching. And it premiered at uh, World Youth Day, Brazil, Rio. Okay. That was the one. I also did film another one, which was about the elderly in nursing homes. Uh-huh. But as happens sometimes in filming, you get the footage and you don't like it. And okay. so you don't do anything with it. And so that never went beyond. Um, we never went into post-production on that okay. uh, just because I wasn't happy with the product I saw. Mm-hmm. Not that these elderly people weren't wonderful and the interviews we did weren't great and the B-roll we got wasn't good. But putting it all together, I couldn't find a way to make a compelling documentary that really told the story of the lives of the people. So. That's, that happens sometimes. So I've done one and part of another. Those well, were documentaries. I think the fact that you didn't go ahead and make something that was subpar is a testament to you. Uh, I think a lot of people, once you put in that effort, they're like, well, let's just go ahead and finish it and release it and release oh, something yeah. that's not no. yeah, going to no. do it justice. And so, Right. And so with the first film, uh, I was a pastor in Kentucky, and I involved my uh, youth program with it okay. so that uh, they became kind of the 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 crew uh-huh. uh, to working on this. And so they learned a lot, as yeah. I did as well. And uh, so that that's it was really a lot of fun. And so it was a, a way to kind of get them really in, more involved in kind of the youth program. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you have planned for the future? Well, I never really thought I was going to be doing exactly this. But <laughs> I think with my uh, – I've written – produced and directed theater before, yeah. uh, even here in Fort Wayne. And so I've written plays, and I just decided that I really want to do a film, a fiction film, you know, a, a drama. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm really working on two major feature films right now, and then a couple of shorts. In okay. fact, one of those will be a short, probably half hour or less, uh-huh. but uh, they're oriented toward being features. And I want to do this because I think that the way we really can communicate with the culture is you may be familiar with Barbara Nicolosi. Mm-hmm. I, I know her a bit. And, you know, she talks a lot about how do you infuse the culture with the ideas of what we have, the truth of the Catholic faith, mm-hmm. which is the truth of who is the human person. And it's the drama. It's a drama of the human person. Yeah. And it's the the redemption as well That's that's there. And how do we communicate that without it being, these will not be overtly religious films at all. So, okay. because I'm not interested in, in doing a, you know, a so-called Christian film. I'm right. totally not impressed by those. Uh-huh. Um, I really think that it needs to be just a human film mm-hmm. that brings people into that ground level of thinking about who am I as a human being and how do I get to a better place and looking at a drama and the way it should be. Is there any films that you can think of that do that well, that are not overtly Christian, but really bring forth that humanity? And you're just like, you know what? That's, yeah, that person gets it. Oh, well, now you're asking me to risk uh, promoting some kind of film. <laughs> I, there are a few out there. Okay. I mean, in fact, there's a lot out there, as a matter of fact, but it depends on what your interests are. Okay. When I think of this, I think about great films, you know, and many of these are very old films, too. You've put me on the spot, and I just can't really think of one that I would say stands out as an all-time great that I would that isn't super old, I mean. Mm-hmm. But there are. Um, can you think of any? I, I want to say The Godfather, but I don't think that's right. 
Well, the the Godfather is one of the great films of all right. time. Right, it's one of the great uh, films, but I don't think it tells the story of the human purpose in the way that we're trying to describe it. Probably not exactly <laughs> like that, but there are uh, films that do that. Uh, th- just think about novels. You know, Evelyn Waugh's *Brideshead Revisited*. That was done in a like a ten part. Uh, series, as a matter of fact. Mm. That's a really good example. Evelyn Waugh is a, a Catholic writer, and he really had a great understanding of the human condition. But Brideshead Revisited is not an overtly Catholic book. Okay. In fact, many people who read Brideshead Revisited, you know, think about it, Bride's Head, the head of the bride. It's about Christ mm. and his church. But there is nothing, if you were to read that, in fact, most secular people who were to read that or watch the movie would have no idea that it was about, but they're entering into the heart of it without knowing they are. Yeah. That's the key, actually. So what would be, do you have the scripts written for these? I'm writing the scripts now. Okay. Yeah. So what are some of the themes or uh, what are? Uh, I'm not going to do a spoiler here. Okay. No. <laughs> um, yeah. They're, you know, they're both a little edgy, the ones uh-huh. I'm working on. I'll tell you about the short. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the short is really about a father and a son. And it's about a father who's just always been interested more in finances and in himself and not really in his family and not in his son. And so something really terrible happens Hmm. and a choice has to be made. The father has to make a choice Mm -hmm. and it should be an easy choice for most people. You know, a crime takes place. They're kidnapped, actually. And it really should be a, a really easy choice that he needs to make. But he's having trouble making the right choice. Mm-hmm. And it's the anguish of the son who's watching his father not be able to make the choice he should make. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a tragic element in this, but there's also a redemptive element in it. And so in, in looking at this, and the other two films, I don't want to give a spoiler uh, on those at all. Actually, they're both a little edgy, and one is a comedy drama, and the other one's all drama. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them will involve a courtroom drama as well mm-hmm. with it, and it's got some church themes in it. Uh-huh. And the other one I'm not going to say at all in the air because right. it's very edgy, um, <laughs> <laughs> but very fun. But the element here is that I've talked about this before, is that A protagonist in any story has to have an intention, and that intention is like, someday I want, or what I need is. That's Uh an intention. And then there's all these obstacles that get in the way, and they're formidable obstacles. This is human life, by the way, Mm -hmm. and a good film does this. And then the stakes are high, usually some form of death, you know, physical, emotional, spiritual, divorce, whatever it is. There's some form of death. That's what makes stakes high in anything like this. And then there's always some kind of redemption. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm looking at here and making these films. So what is the process? Finish the scripts, and mm-hmm. then do you look for funding for it, or what, what's the next step? Well, I'll, I'll do short films of uh-huh. two of these. So those would be shorts that will be done, and I may just launch those myself and okay. produce them. Uh, so yeah, funding will be necessary, obviously. But then it's a matter of looking for a studio who's willing to accept these scripts. Okay. And I'm actually fairly confident that the two feature lengths, I think they're studio material, actually, uh-huh. for our culture. I think they'll be interested in these. And so it's it's a matter of some of them, I'll produce the shorts myself. I'm not ready to do a feature length because uh-huh. it takes a lot of time and a lot of money. Sure. And then uh, Patrick here is kind of, he's a sounding board for me on the uh, screenwriting part mm-hmm. of it, uh, running dialogue by him and, and ideas by him. And he's also uh, music, you know? 
Yeah. So yeah. So I like to be kind of involved from the, kind of the very start of things, especially with this film. That while he's writing it, kind of being the powerhouse behind the story and the dialogue and the screenplay, you know what everybody's going to be seeing. I like to kind of be there a little bit behind the scenes to you know kind of be that sounding board and say, well, you know, this is a little off. Could we try this? But also for music, you know, I am a musician, so I want to be able to be involved with these films that um, he's making. So when I do write the music, that I will have a a good idea of the story and of the drama and and what's necessary mm-hmm. you know to be produced and i also am kind of a little bit more on the technical side of things so if anybody wants to donate about a million or two dollars yeah that would be the budget for one of the feature films <laughs> perfect i would say one to two million so uh-huh. if you got that hanging around you know Give Send it off to me, you know. I'm at the hospital. Okay. <laughs> and as far as like following you to know when these come out and the podcast and things like that, what's the best way to I would say the best way is doing? probably my Twitter at Mary Mortal. And there'll be a Facebook page to that effect as well. All right. Well, as far as the garlics go, which was your favorite? Uh, I would say I really liked just the garlic, what's it called? The whole cloves. The roasted garlic The roasted garlic and, cloves, yeah. yeah. That was outstanding. I well, could see yeah. that definitely <laughs> on like a burger or, or oh, salmon. That would be you good. It would be so good. I oh, like yeah. So too. you got the salmon ready? The garlic salmon? Yep. For dessert. Part five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Father James Bromwich, for joining us today. Appreciate it. It's been great to get to know you. Likewise. My pleasure. All right. And thanks to Banditos as well for underwriting Flavor of the Week. Check them out, support them, and uh, we'll hear from another priest with our next flavor. Mm-hmm.